Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. The Daily Compliance News for July 27, 2021. The Is the SFO Still Relevant edition? We begin with that story from Financial News. As the SFO is still in the spotlight around fraud hunters, as people are questioning when are they going to do something. So the SFO uh, still is uh, in an imbroglio as it looks to rebuild its brand and image following a series of setbacks, but uh, some uh, compliance practitioners in, or counsel, I should say, in the United Kingdom have uh, said that the chances of the SFO bringing an investigation seem to be lessening. And it's unclear when the SFO will um, work to uh, bring any cases forward. And this is certainly hurting the compliance um, regimes of many companies because they're not taking uh, the uh, UK Bribery Act seriously, or at least they don't feel like the SFO is. So when will the SFO become relevant or will they simply become irrelevant? At this point, it's not clear. Next up from the Risk and Compliance Journal, Mingi Sun reporting. Uh, she has a great interview with Aaron Kelly, who works for the healthcare provider Signify Health. And Aaron is recently named the chief compliance officer of the hiring comes as the company which offers value-based payment programs and in-house, in-home rather, health evaluations for customers such as healthcare plans and systems pivoted to telehealth during the pandemic. Kelly previously worked as senior legal counsel at CVS Health, where she helped provide legal and regulatory guidance for its Medicare business. So it's a really interesting article, and I would encourage everyone uh, to uh, take a look at it. Next up, from Chris Tomlinson, the business editor of the Houston Chronicle. He talks about Gilbert Garcia's uh, first phase of a fight against discrimination. And uh, this comes from institutional systems which were designed to benefit incumbents and block newcomers, uh, which are regulated by the SEC. This is the asset management industry, of course. Obviously the work is technically complex and uh, having the, it's rare to have people of color in this. Yet the SEC imposes a lot of rules to protect people in institutions, uh, and some players use those to justify discrimination. Garcia has been watching this uh, for 20 years, and he uh, presented evidence recently uh, to SEC commissioners on July 7th. So it's going to be interesting to see if Garcia can. Um, make the SEC or have the SEC take a deep dive into this area and where it may help in the uh, realm of discrimination. And our final story comes from the Financial Times, and it, it relates to the uh, U.S. government's uh, blocking the merger of Aon and Willis uh, Towers. So uh, the Department of Justice filed suit to uh, stop this, 
and that has led to uh, the parties deciding to walk away from their proposed $30 billion tie-up, which would have created the world's biggest insurance broker. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.